0: Hello, I'm John Eldridge, and welcome to the Ransomed Heart audio podcast. For more information on Ransomed Heart Ministries, our resources, and events, please visit us online at www.ransomedheart.com. Welcome to the Ransomed Heart podcast. This is Craig McConnell, and I'm joined today by a Dear friend and a special guest, Stacy Eldridge. And Stacey uh, just finished writing a book titled Becoming Myself, Embracing God's Dream of You. Yes. And this is going to be out August... The first. 1st. 1st. Mm-hmm. Available everywhere and, and... Wherever
1: books are sold.
0: Wherever your favorite books are sold, <laughs> as well as Ransom Heart. But Stacey... This is your first book you fully authored. You co-authored with your husband, John, Captivating, and then Love and War. Mm-hmm. What's it feel like to kind of be all out there? This is you.
1: It feels really good and a little scary as mm-hmm. well, but I learned so much from John, and yes, it's just by Stacy Eldridge. It's not co-authored, but... I did get to lean into his strength. <laughs> He's not listed as the editor, but yeah, he was the one that I trust with my words. And But it's awesome. God birthed this in my heart actually mm. a number of years ago. Mm. And then two years ago, really inviting me to risk writing it down and offering it. Mm. And I, I couldn't wait. I felt really? like a horse at the gates. Just <laughs> let me at him. I just just want to offer to women the things that God has taught me, the things I've experienced, and even the really stupid things I've done in the hopes that maybe they don't have to make the same mistakes.
0: Mm -hmm. Tell us about the title, Stacey, Becoming Myself.
1: I love the title, (laughs) Becoming Myself, because that's what we're doing. It's really kind of awesome that as we grow in knowing jesus as we surrender more of our life to him as he inhabits more of us we don't become less ourselves we become more our true selves so the more jesus is we become mm-hmm. the more our true selves we become that journey of transformation that god promises For us, you know, we all, with unveiled faces who reflect the Lord's glory, we all are being transformed into His likeness with ever-increasing glory. That's a promise. I love that promise. It also encourages me that though I sometimes don't feel it, I don't see it. Sometimes because we see our own stuff and our mess more clearly than than anyone else, the truth remains that we are being transformed. Faithful is he who's called us, and he will do it. So we are all on this journey of growing, of becoming our true selves, and it's a good one. I am not the same woman I was 10 years ago. I'm more me. Mm -hmm. In 10 years from now, I hope to be even more me Mm -hmm. than I am today, which Mm -hmm. means more his, but also more free. Free to love, free to be less filled with self-contempt. Or mm-hmm. regret or bound by fear to keep me from offering what I see, what I want to offer. Mm-hmm. So anyway, it's about the journey we're all on, becoming our true selves in him.
0: Mm. And Stacy, you're now at a stage where you know more about that. You've uh, walked some miles and, and lived some life, and so many of them in the, in your own personal walk with Christ. Can you say a little bit more just about your own journey you're not the woman you were 10 years ago that you are now. Can you say a little bit more about what's changed in 10 years? What would you point to as how you're different now?
1: Well, first off, anyone and everyone who's listening to this, don't you want that to be true? Mm. Don't you want to be able to say that? I'm not who I was 10 years ago. And to have the faith to know that I'm going to be changing. Mm. Each year, is growing me up. So what does it mean? I like myself more. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm.
1: And uh, I heard this sentence somewhere else, and I've stolen it, where a person says to another, your life is an occasion. Rise to it. Mm. And so that's really true. Your life, those of you that are listening, it's an occasion. And the invitation of God is to rise to it, to Embrace it to be you, and to offer you. So, so what has changed in me is I'm spending less time at night reliving my mistakes of the day. Mm-hmm. I'm spending less time focusing on what I don't like and mm-hmm. where I've blown it, and I'm choosing to ask God and risk believing His answers about what do you see in me, God. And even, you know, what do you like? Mm -hmm. I did this really fun exercise (laughs) where um, I just wrote down in a journal, like, what I am like as a person. And then next to that, I wrote, and why that's good. Mm. And I didn't, you know, edit it. It included things like, I get my feelings hurt easily. Mm. That's what I'm like. And then to write, why is that good? Mm. Well, It helps me be more attentive to others, I hope. Anyway, it was an exercise of just rather than hating myself and the unique woman that God's created me to be. You know what? No, he does all things well, and he made me like this on purpose. Mm -hmm. Yes, there are things that he is changing and need to change. There's sin that needs to be repenting of and a style of relating that I need to grow out of. And better one into, but at the same time, he likes me.
0: Yes, he does.
1: So, by not engaging so much in negative self talk and negative whateverness, I'm coming into alignment with what God says. Mm-hmm. And then that frees me up to love others better mm-hmm. that I'm called to love. Mm-hmm. I don't like that answer, but I did my best. <laughs>
0: Such a beautiful answer. <laughs> Stacy, I've seen you over 10 years and you have changed.
1: You've seen me over 30 years. Yeah,
0: I know, and we both have changed a lot. Yes. Yeah. I wanted to just read just a brief quote from from your first chapter, Stacy, on does anybody ever really change? And you say that sometimes we feel hopeless to ever change simply because our personal history is filled with our failed attempts to change. And God, that just feels so true for the Christian man or woman who over the years has tried so hard and put so much energy and discipline into changing. And then you make this statement that I highlight and just jumps out at me and for me is the very fact that we long for change as we do, is a sign that we were meant to have it. Our very dissatisfaction with our weakness and struggles points to the reality that continuing to live in them is not our destiny. I love that.
1: I love that too. That's just so true. That just I just want to camp out in that. And it is a it's a harbinger of hope. The things that we do want to change about ourselves, the places where we're not satisfied, That's not just our destiny to run around chasing our tails about those things. Those are dissatisfactions placed in our heart by God because that isn't who we are. That isn't our destiny, continuing to live in those forever. There are some things that we will wrestle with all of our lives. Mm. And yes, we will grow in more freedom, but we're not going to be perfect till we see Mm -hmm. Jesus face to face. But many things, and dare I say most things, we are not meant to struggle with all mm-hmm. of our lives. There's mm-hmm. a freedom of heart. There's healing. There's hope available to us. And I want that.
0: Yeah. Uh, such good words. With that, let's listen to a little of the audio book, Becoming Myself, Embracing God's Dream of You. And let's start with chapter one.
1: God has a thing for human beings. Though as you look around the planet, this does at times seem hard to believe it remains true. We are loved. Born out of love, into love, to know love, and to be loved. Yes, we were born into a fallen, sorry world, which is at the same time more lovely than any fairy tale. It is both. And in this beautiful, heartbreaking world, God, the eternal, omniscient, amazing one, loves human beings, including you, especially you. You are amazing. Well, okay, maybe not every day. Every day the wonder of you is amazing, but many days the wonder of you is buried beneath the rubble of a world god mad, You were born into a glorious mess, and we have all become something of a glorious mess ourselves. And in the midst of our mess, God has a thing for us. He does not despise our humanity or despair over our condition as we sometimes do. He does not turn his face away from us in our failings or our self-centeredness as we would like to. He is not surprised. He is aware that we are but dust and our feet are made of clay, and he has made arrangements for us to not stay that way. Let me say this truth again. You are loved. Deeply, profoundly, unimaginably loved. And you are a wondrous creature. Whether you can kill a spider or not, whether the one-size-fits-all bathrobe swallows you or won't cover you, Whether you are having victory in every area of your life or not, whether you just lost your temper again or indulged in a fantasy, another cookie, or thoughts of self-contempt, you are loved right here in this very moment. You are loved and pursued and seen by the one who sees everything. He knows you better than you know yourself, and you have never been a disappointment to him. You are not disappointing him now. You may be disappointed, but he is not. Jesus knew what he was in for when he came to seek and to save what was lost, Luke 19.10. He came to seek and to save all that was lost. In our loving and living and dreaming and longing, he has saved us and he is saving us still. We are being transformed into the very image of Christ, whether we feel like it or not. Second Corinthians 3.18 says, And we, who with unveiled faces all reflect the Lord's glory, are being transformed into His likeness with ever increasing glory, which comes from the Lord, who is the Spirit. I know, I know, most days it sure doesn't feel like ever increasing glory. It's a mess, and God is in the mess. He is about transforming our inner mess so he can transform the rest of the mess. Our transformation begins when we believe we are loved. Jesus understands our struggles and our sorrows. He knows that our hearts have been broken and he has come to heal them. He knows we long to change. He knows what needs to happen and where. He knows what is in the way. Though we are too much for ourselves, we are not too much for him. Jesus will show us the way. Jesus is the way. Which brings us to a shining paradox.
0: That was great. That was a segment of Stacy's first chapter of her new book, Becoming Myself, Embracing God's Dream of You. And this book will be available beginning August 1st. You can pre-order it if you wish. And a study guide for personal group use at uh, your favorite bookstore. And of course, you can always order it on ransomedheart.com. So for Stacy Eldridge, this is Craig McConnell. Thank you for joining us and hope you'll listen in next week as we continue this interview with excerpts from Becoming Myself, Embracing God's Dream of You.